Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal, Melissa Bernard, and Andy Brant Bernard. And we'll be right back to kick things off with the family. Dougie. Oh, yeah. Well, you're going to wave to me now, are you? I just, I was <laughs> waiting for my cue. Okay. Douglas is here. Well, we need to hurry it up so we have 45 minutes for you to cut a commercial. <laughs> Laugh it up, pal. Uh, yeah, have a ball at my expense. Don't worry about a thing. We've been talking about this on the morning show. Walzer is the home of Walzer Care. And what that is is nearly every new vehicle that we sell in Minnesota and probably 70% of our used cars come with Walzer Care for absolutely free. It's a 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty. And people say, well, it's a powertrain. Well, it's a very powerful train. No, it's actually not it. So it's a major. It's like major medical uh, coverage. It covers the major engine components, transmission, uh, transfer cases, so on and so forth. Smaller stuff like water pumps, uh, radiators, window regulators are not covered. You can buy that. Purchase. You can purchase that separately if you if you choose to. Uh, but Walzer Care is free, and it's a 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty, and it's only available at Walzer. For more information, Tom, where do you think they should go? Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Bingo. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. There are definitely things to avoid during a Minnesota winter, like licking a flagpole or waiting too long to replace that car battery. But number one on the list is taking a chance on your furnace. Hey, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, reminding you that a furnace clean and tune will improve efficiency, reliability, and peace of mind. Or maybe it's time to take advantage of Sabre's rebates and upgrade to an energy-efficient Bryant system. Don't take chances on your comfort. Visit SabreHeating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Rocking out, man. That's all you need to know, right? Um, you know, I got to bring something up. We've we got a guest coming up here in a second. But it, the reason you may have heard me just laughing about, you know, how certain salespeople work with me and blah, blah, blah. The one thing that I don't know why, but it's one thing I, I if there's one thing in my life I am proud of, it's the fact that, and Doug has been doing this for 10 years. You write a commercial, you hand it to me, I've never seen it before, I will read the exact copy in exactly 60 seconds every time. But apparently for some salespeople, that's not enough. <laughs> I mean, is that not true? It is true. Well, I, I, I remember I, the first time we started working together, we were doing pre-recorded stuff, and I wrote one of my typically snarky, weird commercials, and you cracked up right in the middle of it. And he goes, oh, I'm so sorry, we'll have to do that again. I said, no, no, don't. We're going to leave that part in did. because it makes it fun. And Tom went, oh, this won't suck quite as much as I thought it was going <laughs> to. Which is a high compliment from your father. Is Mayling ready to go? Yes, she is. Mayling, ladies and gentlemen, and it's, uh, you said they spelled this wrong? Yeah, it's Mayling Ng. Right? Mayling Ng. Not Mayling New. I don't know why I don't know why they that. put Mayling New on their mailing. Is this your There's fault, Mayling? That's what I want to know. <laughs> it's definitely Mayling Ng. Mailing ing, not mailing new. Can I be Tom New then? Can I? I'll just take the name Tom New. What do you say? Sure. Thank you. <laughs> You're very generous, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Mongol in James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, premiering August sixth in theaters on HBO Max. I gotta say it up front again, mailing. Honest to God, uh, HBO Max has really stepped up lately, haven't they? Great, a lot of great programming. 
And they have, but I would recommend, to be honest, I, I saw a secret screening a few months ago and, uh, at a cinema at Warner Brothers, and I was disappointed I didn't see it in IMAX. This movie is so large, so big, it comes at you full, full in the face. You want to see it like flying at you, like IMAX style. Yeah, I could understand. And, and by the way, I think, Mailing, that most people just want to get out to a movie theater because it's been... Exactly. Yeah, I've been, go, I've been going every once in a while through the whole thing because there are a couple of them still open. I just love going into the theater, sitting there, and just having a great view. Mailing Ng is ready to kick it into high gear with her black belt in martial arts fitness championships representing Singapore. It's been said she could bench press Arnold Schwarzenegger. Could you bench press Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mailing? I'm not, I mean, to be honest, I could probably squat him. I don't, <laughs> I don't like, to be honest, I don't want a boxy chest as a female, but some people do, some people don't. I don't. So I don't do a lot of bench press for squatting and deadlifts. I could easily do them. <laughs> I see. I think that's wonderful news. No, no wonderful news. Yeah. Maylene will soon, uh, soon be starring in the DC Comics and Warner Brothers picture superhero action adventure film, The Suicide Squad, premiering in theaters, as we said. And HBO Max on August 6th. So I want to hear all about this, Mailing. What's it all about? I mean, the movies, is, uh, it's, it's James Gunn's uh, mind explosion of the Suicide Squad, the original comics. It's, a new, it's not a, a sequel from the old movie. It's just an entirely different thing. The squad, again, are controlled by Amanda Waller. And uh, there's, a, there's a, a big adventure and a lot of unfortunate deaths and uh, a lot of laughs. Uh, I can't really say too much. NDA, NDA sure. is up to my eyeball. So, mm. but, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> let me... Mailing, let me do this part. We'll talk about Mailing Ng about the new movie, The Suicide Squad, which also features, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Margot Robbie, Idris Elba, John Cena, Takai Wati, Pete Davidson, Flula Borg, Nathan Fillion, Norman Reed. You got enough people in this movie there, Mailing. You got a few stars in that movie. Yeah, the cast was crazy. I mean, sitting at, sitting at the table, at the table read, was um, pretty daunting. I was like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> yeah, I could understand that. I, I would imagine that's probably true. Mayla, do you mind me asking, where, where did you grow up? I grew up in Tenerife, Canary Islands. It's a little uh, island by Africa. Oh, sure. Island. But I was born, yeah, I was born in England, and then we moved and to Tenerife because of taxes, the low taxes over there. Oh. And my father's a good businessman. Yeah, and then we, we have a lot of restaurants and stuff. Our family do a lot of restaurants and got a portfolio with like a farm, a butcher's, a winery, and all that beautiful stuff that you get in those islands. And uh, yeah, all my family is still over there. It's beautiful. They're all still over there hanging out. So, I mean, that's very impressive what you've done. Uh, from the how many, how many movie stars come from the Canary Islands? That's what I want to know. I don't think many. I don't think it's, you know, what's really I funny. Think the I left one. the Canary Islands. Yeah. I, you know what's really funny? I left the Canary Islands and the film production went to the Canary Islands and now we did done Wonder Woman there. They did Rambo. They did right. Titans. Like, yeah, it's like I left and the film productions went over. I was like, thanks very much. So, <laughs> it's so beautiful that it's one of the major places to film a movie now. Mayling, how old were you when you, lit, when you moved to Canary Islands from England? Uh, probably 13. Well, Had you already been studying acting then in England before you moved to the Canary Islands? No. Really? You know, I learned on the, I learned on the job. I learned on the job. I only, I only became an actor fully 100% six years ago, the day I arrived in L.A. Because my visa was an acting visa. It was the only way I could be in L.A. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, so I had a fitness company as a champion, and I came to see an immigration lawyer, and he was like, look, if you if you like it here, the way that you can come here is to be an actor, but it's only acting. So I was like, okay, it's do or die. I have to make this work. And the next thing, I was a year later, I was in Wonder Woman. It was crazy. Mailing, did you have to teach yourself? Was, did you have to teach yourself how to act, or are there, are there acting classes around the world that I don't know about? Well, what happened was I actually, um, so I came here from Asia. I ended up moving to Singapore. And I ended up doing oh. some martial art movies in Hong Kong. And then that's why I, I could qualify as a master to come here, because I had loads of media. Like, I played this gruesome baddie girl in the Kumite in this martial arts movie that kills the beautiful girls. And I'm like the gruesome, big, strong Russian with one eye and metal teeth. And I drag the girls in and 
yeah, cut the heads off. And anyway, everyone everyone loved to hate me, and I got loads of media. And then that got me to come to America, and they were like, "Wow, yeah, people, yeah, people love to hate you. You've got loads of press, so it really helped." You know, and, man. Yeah, yeah. It helped my. Really, I just yeah. got. I think I just got the joke. I'm not sure, but so you're the daughter of ruler of War World, Mongol the Elder. Is your name in the movie pronounced yes. Mongal? I know. Yeah, Mongol the Elder. It's my dad. I'm Mongal. Mongal because yeah. you're a gal. I'm an alien warrior. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm an alien warrior. You I'm are. Very orange. Yeah, I just want to understand your skin is orange in the in the uh, in the movie uh, The Suicide Squad. So uh, why why did they choose orange? That's rather interesting. It's like a sunburned uh, yeah, because occasion. she's originally yellow. Well, she's originally yellow. Yeah. In the comic books, when I when I went for the audition, I didn't realize it was for her. And then after I got I got the offer and the deal and the contract, I saw the name, looked her up, and she's yellow with red eyes and big right. long hair. Sure. And it looked like she looked like me, like really. If you saw me in a, on an Instagram post that day, the same picture with the bathing costume. But um, the, James wanted to do an orange character because he already has yellow characters in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh sure. That makes sense. Is it to shoot a movie like this in full costume? Because it must. How long does it take to, for you to get ready to shoot a scene with all that makeup and everything? Four hours. Four hours. And then that, is that every day mailing? Yeah, yeah. Four oh. hours every day. So if, if call if call time for everyone else was eight o'clock, I would have to go in at four o'clock, four a.m. Oh. And then yeah, it was tough. And then and to get it off was two hours. Two hours in a sauna. I had to sweat it off. Six hours wow. just to put on makeup and then get it off, and then how many hours would you be on camera during that day? I mean, it was a great uh, opportunity. I mean, it was 12. Sure. I mean, some days I, I filmed for eight, some days I filmed for 12. So some oh. days were long, but, you know, you get you get compensated for all of that. And, it's, you, you, you know, I'm very lucky to, to be on that set, so I don't, I don't mind. I'll, I'll just keep going. See, Maylene, that's great to hear, and it's great for our audience, particularly young people, to hear. If you got to work hard, that that's what you'll do. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Yeah, I've, I've done many, many different things, and I've lived in many different continents all by myself, and I've moved so many times trying to find my place. And in the end, my deepest desire was to be an actor. I just didn't think I could do it because no one looked like me. And then one day when I was brave enough to do it, like everything of my dreams, like to be in Wonder Woman and as an Amazon, and you know to be the body in Scorpion King, and now in Suicide Squad within six years, it just shows you like I should have done, I should have believed in myself twenty years ago instead of doing things that I didn't want to do. Yeah, but twenty years ago, weren't you like three years old? <laughs> I'm a I'm a vampire. I'm like 180. <laughs> <laughs> You're 180. Well, you sound really good for 180 mailing. I'm telling you. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, indeed. <laughs> See, what I like about it, Mailing, is you worked very, very hard. You work very hard every day. But the joy that you get from it is overwhelmingly present, whereas not a lot, not a lot of complaining. You're a great, uh, a great example of some young people saying, hey, you want to do this? You're going to have to work hard and don't complain. I love that. You know, the one thing I always say, God loves a trier. Like you just gotta yeah. try. God loves it. God loves to try it. Like just give it a go. And if you fail, it's not really failing. You've learned from the experience. At least you know. You, you at least you know it's a no. You know. Otherwise, you walk away going, should I? Should I go back there? Should I? Should I? Should I not? Just, just get it out of your system. Try and just be fearless. And just go for it. That is so interesting. I just did an interview a few uh, a few days ago. And I was asked about that very thing because I've, I've been in radio now for 50 years, been in the same radio station for 35, almost 36 years. And they said, what's the one thing you would, would tell young people? I said, that if I can do it, anybody can do it. Just get to work, mm -hmm. work hard. You can, you can do it if you want to do it. If you work yeah. hard enough, you'll get it done. Absolutely. I mean, to be honest, I, I know that my look and my physique also opens doors for me. And so, like, I... You know, I'm like the rock. I'm in the gym every day. It's just a, it's just this hard work mentality that you know, no one's going to give it to you. You've got to stand out. You've got, you can't just say, oh, I want, I want to do this, so it's going to happen. It, you have to put in the work to reap the reward. 
That's exactly it. That's a wonderful, wonderful message, Mailing. It really is. Because we don't hear that a lot anymore. Everybody's a victim now. Nobody is a hero. Nobody is fortunate. I, I know. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. Like, this thing in age now, you know, you can just, you can... I don't want to be blunt, but you can bend over and show what you had for breakfast, and you could be famous. It's just like, <laughs> I don't know. Maylene, you gotta come not, on. Every, I, you got to come I, on every day, I think. <laughs> <laughs> my, little, my little nuggets of wisdom. I just think it's, it's, it's a crazy world that, you know, it's just people, just, if, you're, if you're pretty or if you do something or you wouldn't get exposed, you can get, like, people just don't want to work anymore. People, it's entitlement. It's, right. really, it's a weird time, you know? Did but, you did you yeah. get your attitude from your parents? It sounds to me like your parents did a really good job saying, Mei Ling, you got to do this, but you're going to have to do it yourself. It sounds like you had really good uh, parents. Uh, well, my, no, my, so my, my mother's from Liverpool, you know, mm-hmm. where John Lennon, the Beatles. Sure. But she's from there, so she's like a hard-nosed, blonde scouser. And my father's like a sailor from Singapore. So both of them are hard workers and like, right. you know, so you, yeah, you don't want to like mess with me on the street. Cause like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just like I've been brought up to, uh, I had eight brothers as well. So I, I grew up like fighting for my, for my own stance and I could take, I could take them all on. So it was all, it was just all an experience of growing up in that environment. I had to like sink or swim, you know, so just go swim. I just, I just swam. Mailing, were you and, the uh, only, you, yeah. were, you were the only girl of nine children? Is that correct? Uh, my father got remarried, so there's another girl now. But yeah, in the middle of all that, it was just uh, <laughs> yeah. My father was married. Uh, yeah. No he wonder married, you're tough. Married before. No wonder you're tough. Yeah. <laughs> I had to be. I had to be. I, I was there. There was a lot of kung fu and flying, flying kicks when around and uh, in growing up as a kid. And I was a tomboy, yes. I didn't work to get all heel, you know, until I was 28, because I was so kind of, so much of a tomboy, and I kind of didn't want to put myself out there. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing, I'm, I'm like on stage in Singapore in the bikini representing the country as in the in figure competition, you know. So it, just, it just it shows you just to go out there and believe in yourself and just give it a try, you know. Yeah, I think it's a great it's a great bit of advice, no doubt. Now, Mayling, without telling us a whole lot about the movie, can you kind of set up this, the the scene for us? What's it all about? When do you first appear? Yeah, obviously, I don't want to know the whole shooting match, but 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 how you kind of slide into the movie? I can't. I can't. Uh, all you right. have to watch the movie to say that because that's <laughs> the scenes and like that. Yeah, you can't get me on that one, really. Oh, I, was <laughs> I have poker face. Yeah, uh, I, can, I can't do. So it's scenes and what happens in like the movie. I can't really say. I can talk about like you know the other cast were great and you know the experience of shooting in Atlanta and and uh, yeah, I can't really say things like that. I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. I understand absolutely. And that's why I said you know I asked you at the beginning without revealing too much of anything. How, how does yeah. it But if you can't talk about it at all, I certainly understand. But look, August I mean, six. I'm, ask me again. Okay, I'll do that. August sixth, I will ask you. Call in on August seventh, and I will. I will. We'll talk about it. We'll schmooze. Exactly. Out. I'll think. Oh, wait a minute. August seventh is probably a Saturday, so never mind. Call in on August ninth. There okay. you go. It'll help. Okay. But you know, honestly, God, mailing it was very impressive talking to you. It sounds like the, you had a lot of fun. It was a lot of hard work, obviously, but you had a lot of fun. You worked with great people. Sounds like the storyline yeah. is one is your favorite. You love the storyline and the situation. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. It's just. Uh, I cannot believe oh, you're that August, August 6th is only a, a, a week from tomorrow already. you believe that? It's actually August 5th is, is the new release date. Oh, the August, August 5th, 5th is? The 5th? Yeah, it's on James Gunn's birthday. So August 5th, you can go and see it in IMAX. Oh, all right. So we, Oh, yeah, okay, on, on IMAX. So you had fun, you loved the movie, and we should go see anything that Mei Ling Eng is in. Is that correct? Absolutely, 100%. You're the best. Well, thank you for your time today, Mailing. Great talking to you. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Bye. Mailing England. The movie is called Mongol, or Mongal, actually, is uh, her character in The Suicide Squad. I love that. Mongol, dad. Mm -hmm. So it's Mongal for the daughter. Really? I didn't see that one coming. So I would be like, Mong Tom. She scares me. Oh, I know. Have you ever seen her? Yeah, I was just you, checking it out online. Really good-looking women that could kick your ass. Kick that, your ass. Terrify me. Hey, 
Well, she uh, said she could bench press Arnold. How much does Arnold Schwarzenegger well, weigh? Well, currently, he's probably, well, I think Arnold's a little bigger than that now. Oh, is he now? Uh, yeah, let's his contest weight was 235. Yeah. So could you, uh, could you squat 235, do you think? I wouldn't have any heart. idea what I could yeah. see. In a heartbeat. Oh, yeah? It wouldn't be hard at all. Squat. Well, you're yeah. a little different, though. Well, that's true, yeah. That's yeah, true. we're not 125 oh, or 30 or whatever she is. Yeah. 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 Do not piss. If you're dating Mei Ling Eng, do not piss her off. I'm just here to tell you. I'm looking at it right now. Holy Anna. Uh, yeah, it's squatting. I wouldn't Speaking even know of cool Asian women, squat. did yeah. you hear about the Olympics? I did. Suni girl, Lee Yeah, girl ass. from... Oakdale got the yeah. gold medal today. It's first, really cool. First Hmong uh, to ever win a gold medal, apparently, in the Olympics. Yeah. It was pretty damn cool. And she did it because I hate to say it's her good fortune that, that well, Simone Biles decided she couldn't do it. It's, well, it was a the, bit of good fortune there. The yeah. way it works sometimes. It does. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Suni Lee is her name, and she's uh, she she grew up uh, over in the St. Paul area, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, mm-hmm. you know, Little Canada. Some people say she's from Oakdale. Some people say she's from Little Canada. Other well, they're right next to each Paul. other. They're on right either side of 35E, so, every, you know, the entire upper Midwest is going to claim her. Well, she's you know. from our neighborhood. They, like, they took the... The silver and the teams, which yeah. they were expected to take gold because of Simone, so they they kicked butt. They thought they. I, I was reading some interviews from from those girls, and they said that they were freaking out. They didn't know what they were gonna do, how they were gonna, how they were even gonna get silver. So that's oh. uh, it's pretty cool that they pushed through and it got it done. Now, what? How do you read this thing with Simone Biles? Because she's probably never going to come back to the Olympics. She's how old is she now? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. So she'd be for a female well, gymnast, for a gymnast. Yeah, that's yeah. Male gymnasts tend to be a little older, but they they're always done by their late twenties. But for a female gymnast in your mid twenties, that's pretty much as yeah. late as old as it gets. So Simone's probably done with the Olympics then. Yeah. Probably. I would think most so. likely. Yes. Probably. What Although she said, it sounds like she's, it's for mental health reasons, well, yeah, not but at, for at her, injury. Even at her age, like the next Olympics, is she's going to be 28. Yeah. That's yeah. true. That would be basically nearly unprecedented in the past right. 60 years. Right. I think you're right. Oh, that's so. true. It's all true, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. She's done regardless if she retires or not. She'll, she'll probably still be a gymnast, but probably not an Olympic gymnast. Yeah, like Sean Although, Johnson. Although you never know. Yeah, exactly. Sean Johnson got her one gold, and then she was like, okay, I'm going to have babies now. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> uh, I've been keeping an eye on this all day because uh, we predicted on the KQ Morning Show exactly what was going to happen, and it's happening right now. I didn't know it's happened this quickly, but you did hear, of course, that uh, the CDC guidance suggests, not suggests, they demand that children wear masks to school every day, K through 12. Nope. And we said, uh, what's that going to do for home learning? Is that going to increase exponentially? Now, the other part we talked about and asked, well, what's the union going to say about this? And they did exactly what we thought they'd do. The teachers' union president suggests schools are not going to open at all. Oh, God. If people have to send their kids to school in masks, people aren't just going to send their They're, they're just, just not, not going to send it. their kids to school. They're not going to do it. <clears throat> yep. I don't know what to tell you with this. This is getting so predictable, what these people are doing. It's just... Oh, Tyre Carver corrected me. She'll be 27 because the next Summer Olympics is in three years. Oh, that's Because right. this one's right. late. this one's late. Right. So she has an outside, and outside. I it's don't even very think low that. probability, but it's possible. No question about it. I mean, so. with how short she is, she's almost, she might have a better chance. Yeah, maybe. Because yeah. S- smaller people tend to wear slower. She is, yeah, she's tiny. She's like That's probably why she can do... Four eight. Yeah. Four eight? Yeah. Simone no. Biles she's... is four foot eight. Wow. And Look it up, Andy. That's oh, yeah, prob- you're right. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably why she can do some of the things yes. most people can't. Yep. Well, it know? absolutely is. I mean, she has... She has. I was reading. She has moves named after her that only she can do because no one else has the ability to do it. Yeah, no, not I'd, small enough. Yeah, probably. That's probably why. Probably There's certain things I've brought it up before, but it's the uh, cross section of the muscle that determines the strength. So, smaller people are stronger relative to their size. Yeah, I suppose that is. That's why ants can lift. You know, five thousand times. I was just going to say ants. Yep. Oh, ants are strong, baby. And that is why if, like, all those old campy movies where, like, ants became as big as a person, if you did that, they would collapse under their own weight. 
So so we don't have to worry about people-sized ants? No, we don't have to worry about... Well, than you? We'd have to worry off. about people-sized ants that can't walk. Cross that off Which isn't very... Uh, which isn't terribly threatening, but, you know, that'd still be gross. <laughs> A bunch of dead people-sized ants all over the place. Unbelievable. I yeah, that's all... We, yeah, no, we don't need people-sized ants all over the place. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. We don't even need, like, squirrel-sized ants. Yeah. What, is the, what could yeah, they lift? About 100,000 pounds? That'd still be pretty <laughs> bad, I think. Oh, my God. Uh, again, what I do now, instead of reading the news, I just look at the headlines because it gets it pisses me off too much. What There's happened so now? Things, um... There's a Democratic senator, and I, I, you know, I don't want to click on the story because if I click on it, I'll probably get all of the. I'll have to click on the story because I don't know who it is. Um, Black Lives Matter, Rhode Island, to protest Sheldon Whitehouse over exclusive club ties. We're going to go to his home. This has got to stop. It won't stop until someone makes him stop. I agree. This man, when he's at home, look, I don't care if you like. He's a Democrat, so you Sheldon think who? Like, Sheldon Whitehouse. You, 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 you've seen Senator Whitehouse before. Yeah, I think sure. I, I think he's a senator. I'm pretty sure. Congressman Whitehouse. I, I think I'm not real certain, but it just that it seems to me that Whitehouse is a senator. Um, the Black Lives Matter Rhode Island chapter is demanding Democratic. Yeah, it's Democratic Senator Sheldon Whitehouse cuts all ties with an exclusive Newport Beach club or resign. So mm-hmm. now you're going to dictate where I can well, belong. Well, depends on exactly what the beach club is. Well, is it like the honkies only up with Hitler Beach Club? Well, that would they be a, might have a point. Not a lot of Democrats can belong to the up with Hitler. Probably not, but you never know. It's Rhode Island. It's or weird out there. Republicans would have me. That, well, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> that is a good point you got there. Oh, Jesus, we got to get going here, man. Sorry about that. But yeah, so now they're 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 saying they're going to his home and invade his privacy because he belongs to the wrong club. Well, live by the sword, die by the sword, Sheldon. Well, that's true. Good point. A very good point. We'll be back with part two of our one with the family. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company, Bradley's partner. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we provide a unique experience for our business banking customers that can't be found at the big banks. Our customers appreciate our high-touch, high-tech approach where they get all the benefits of working with a local bank. Our team will get to know your business and its unique challenges while still offering all of the online and mobile banking options you will find at the big banks. Also, when your business banks with North American Banking Company, you'll be working with an experienced team of lenders who know this marketplace and will be ready to help your business capitalize on any opportunity or solve any problem. You add it all up, North American Banking Company is a better banking experience. <clears throat> Excuse me, you uh, do mind if I jump in here? Well, Tommy, if you feel the need, go ahead. Amateurs, why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Priority Courier Experts is not the largest same-day courier company anymore. What? But we've always known... Not the largest same-day courier company anymore. All right. I don't get it. Pat, we've been at this for a quarter century now. But I thought... Uh, uh, uh. All right, then. What is Priority Courier Experts? Okay, I'm so glad you asked me that. Priority Courier Experts is Minnesota's largest same-day trucking company. All right. I still don't get it. Well, let me put it this way. When you think of courier, you think of packages. When you think of trucking, you think of pallets and freight. Okay, so? So, Priority has two fleets. One delivers packages, and the other delivers freight. In fact, here's a little bit about Priority that you probably didn't know. Last year, Priority's local fleet drove 24 million miles. That's enough to go to the moon and back 50 times. You want to talk about moving freight now? Last year, Priority's big fleet moved 734 million pounds of freight. That is the way to the Titanic times seven. Look, there's still only one expert in town. We just do more now. And we're calling all drivers who want to join the team today. Pick up your phone now and call Robbie, Nick, Mike, or Chad, 651-748-4465, or visit us at Priority.com, and we'll get you on the road. Priority Career Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Attention. Drivers that sign on by July 30th are eligible for a sign-on bonus. What? What? I said we're back. 
Oh, I thought you said, did you hear that? I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? No. <laughs> Thank you again to Mailing Ing, Suicide, was it, Suicide Squad? Suicide, the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. As distinct from Suicide Squad, apparently. Dougie and I uh, both peed our pants a little because we looked at her picture. She could whip both our asses oh, yeah. at the same time. <laughs> Holy Hannah, she's put together. Well, talking about athletes... I looked up the average height of gymnasts over the Olympic gymnasts sure, over the years. Certainly, five. So um, for male gymnasts, it's like four three or five three. Really? For men, yeah. The shortest one ever was five one and a half. Man, a man. A man. Yep. Really? Lee Shaoshuang. I did from not Kentucky. realize. I did not realize they got that. They, they came in. Was he from Kentucky? No. He was from, <laughs> he was from China. He could have been. He could have been. Although in Kentucky, I have a feeling most people would be like, Lee, Ziao, Yeah, Ziao, Quang. Um, women, being under five feet was unusual until the 80s. And now yeah, it's more Olga or less Corbett the norm. And all the Russian gymnasts, I think, started yep. that. Well, technically they were Soviet. But, Soviet, right. Yeah. Who, who started what? The Soviets started that trend of extremely tiny women in. Uh, oh yeah, Olga well, I mean, they, yeah. the Soviet Union dominated gymnastics for yeah. decades. Well, really, the, the, all of the uh, Eastern European, because Czech Republic, they got uh, two gold medals, and then it was Romania. A non-Eastern European country didn't win until '84 with Mary Lou Retton. Right. Then we unleashed Mary Lou Retton, and what's that other gal's name? Carrie Shrugs. She was tiny. She was tiny. Yeah, but no yes. And probably still is. Simone Biles is the second shortest gymnast after Tatiana Gutsu from Unified Team, whatever the hell that is. 1992? Would that have been like a Berlin Wall thing? Yeah, I think that was another, uh, just like the ROC is this yeah. year. She was 4'6". Four, 4'6 six. Four, six and 4'8". Wow. That's small. That is small. No Sarah question. should hang around with those chicks. I, yeah, I, she'd be a How tall is she? I, Sarah's 4'11". So the, we were telling the story uh, to some friends the other day at dinner, and I had forgotten all about it. We, Sarah and I were in Las Vegas for a convention, I think it was Toyota, and we're staying at Mandalay Bay. Also at Mandalay Bay is the Miss Universe pageant. Oh. So we're in the Which elevator, all of a sudden the women. doors open up, and they just came back from the photo shoot, uh, photo shoot at the pool. And Sarah's about eye level with their butts because yep. they're all 5'11 and they're wearing four inch heels. And I'm just oh, in the back God. of the elevator cracking up. It was the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> and she's like, I'm in hell. This is terrible. I'm in hell. She just has to become a gymnast. Yeah. There you go. She's got a couple of kids. I don't, yeah, she maybe could do it. I don't know. She might be good at it. One never knows. You're, you're covered. Don't worry about it. Yeah. She looks like she's pretty. Athletic. Yeah, she is. She's. Uh, she could totally do it. She could just go join like a, you know, just a standard gym and just go to town. Well, she got a bad back though. She did oh. kickboxing for a while and oh, just God. screwed her back up. Then probably bad, not. So. Oh, yeah, the average Miss Universe has gotten taller over the years. <laughs> They're uh, about seventy inches now. Okay, so that's really? yeah, and then you put four inch heels on them. Yep. <laughs> and they're six two. Jeez. Yeah. And when you're four eleven, that's. That's, yeah. yeah, that's a foot taller than me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what the hell we're going to do because well, I don't care if you're dehydrating food, you're scrambling an egg, you're, you're going fishing. How are we going to do it without Ron Popeil? Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Ron the Popeil's dead. Pocket. Do you even know who that is? <laughs> He's the infomercial. No, I'm talking to Melissa. Oh. Yeah, I nope. bet you don't even know who that is. He started infomercials. He was like basically. the guy who invented the "but wait, there's more." Right. Oh. You know? That was well, his slogan. But yeah. wait, yep. there's more. For men that had graying hair, he had this special thing that was basically spray? paint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> spray it oh. in your yeah. It was even for bald guys. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Bald spots. Yep. Yep. But it was like foam, black really, foam. It really yeah. looked great when you had a 10-inch television that was in black and white and <laughs> yeah. crappy. <reception. laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it looks pretty good. I'm going to go yeah. buy that. It's only four ninety-five plus exactly. $90 in shipping and handling. Yeah, Frazier did an episode about that where Martin used that product and left uh, black rings on every chair he sat on. <laughs> he was like, how did you I know? Like I absolutely like it. Okay. Well, he, he was 86, which is a lot younger than I expected. He... He invented, but wait, there's more. He also uh, edited his own infomercials and screwed out, uh, scrawled out his own cue cards, including 
Operators are standing by. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a great line. Three easy payments. I love it. Yeah, three easy payments. Well, see, now I know who you're talking about, but I didn't know his name. Who yeah. knows it? Who? He, only you guys would know his oh, name. No, no, it was the Popeil well, Pocket he Fisherman. He was parodied on every TV yeah. show yeah, he was. for he was. ages. So, I mean, yeah. yes, it's true. Ronco presents. I love this guy, but here you go. Popeil insisted his drive to invent was more than mercantile. I have enough money today, he told the AP that same year. But if there's a need for these things, I can't help myself. <laughs> like the pocket, the pocket fisherman. fisherman. People need them. I've never even seen a pocket fisherman. Are they well, what, just it was like about a plastic this deal? long. It looked like kind of like a butane lighter. It, was it was it plastic? Yeah. Yeah. So I've never seen. I've, I saw it on TV. It looked plastic, but I remember Popeil. some. You know, if you were traveling and suddenly wanted to go fishing, you could whip out your your yeah. pocket fisherman. Because that happens to me all the time. I was oh, driving by Cedar Lake just the other day and went, I, I gotta get a sunny. Well, I remember I saw on the phone with you once. You said, Tom, I've got to get off the phone. I've got to fish. Yes. I remember that very clearly, or not at all. Something like that. In any case, ladies and gentlemen, I just, uh, at this this point in the show, I usually kind of look through and see if there are new headlines to see. By the way, Bob Odenkirk has recovered. They thought he was going to die. What What happened? happened? He fainted, but I didn't know why. Uh, I'll see what they said. Bob Odenkirk is still hospitalized after collapsing. It's hard probably to get out. For those that don't did. know, better call Saul. Saul yeah, Goodman. Very funny. Uh, very good. Uh, the New Mexico, he collapsed on the New Mexico set of Better Call Saul Tuesday, but the actor's in stable condition and recovering. According to a Wednesday statement from his reps, Odenkirk experienced a heart-related incident. Yeah, he had a heart problem. Well, yeah, usually if you just pass out like that, you're out of there in an hour, but after they hydrate you. But he's in there still. That means his heart is not as Something strong as on. it ought to be. Yeah, there's something that, that that doesn't sound. He's only 58 too. That's man, that's pretty young to be having heart problems, isn't it? Unless you were born with a heart problem. No comment. Really? What do you mean? Heart problems in your 50s? There are a lot of them. There's usually a chemical reason for that. Oh no. yeah, well that's true. Isn't Not necessarily oh, you mean the cocaine, but uh, among actors, young actors with heart problems, yeah. It, uh, he it's doesn't not, seem to be in he that. Doesn't. I, my he sense doesn't. Is he's know. not in that club. But you're right. You never do know. Well, like Bill Cosby, I would have never guessed that he did the stuff that he did. Well, that's true. Captain Rufy. Yeah, some Cap- people. <laughs> Captain Rufy. That's like I would have never even expected him to have taken a drug in his life, but I know. Here we are. You know, the one thing that really crushed me, I just found out about, because I, I, I was a huge fan of Ray Charles. I heard Ray Charles just a raging prick to work with. Wasn't that everyone, I, though? Really, is that true? I didn't know that. I, I, heard he, I heard he was a great guy. I never got to meet him. But, you know, I, I always wanted to. And, but I guess he was a very difficult guy to work with. So. He did a skit on uh, with an early uh, cast of SNL. Where he's playing a session musician, and it's Aykroyd and Gilda Radner and who was the other Lorraine Newman. They come in and they're going to record one of his songs, and they're called the Swinging Caucasians. The Swinging Caucasians, <laughs> and they ladies do what and gentlemen. They say, but they do it like the totalist white what version I of. Say. And and they're talking to Mr. Charles. You know. Um, your mama's from Arkansas, and my grandma's from Arkansas. I wonder if they know each other. Like, <laughs> no doubt. And then absolutely. they walk out, and he goes, you know, I kind of like my version better, and then he just kills it. I thought that was pretty funny. Okay, i got to run this one by Andy because you like this kind of stuff. Uh, possible remains of an ancient sponge was found in Canada's far north. How old do they think the sponge is? A sponge? Probably millions of years. 350 million years yeah. old. Holy One of the God. first forms of life, so I mean. Holy hand, I didn't know something. I don't know anything on Earth could be that old. Yeah. See, Somebody explained this Earth's to me old. this way, that if the 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 time the Earth has been in existence uh-huh. is represented by the Empire State Building. Yeah. That's how long time mm-hmm. it is. Human existence would be a postage stamp yeah. on top of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Isn't that amazing? Well, I mean, the universe. It's hard for me to wrap my mind around. Fourteen that billion stuff. years compared to humans. Well, it depends on what you count as a human. You know, where is it True. human history? Is it the first thing that evolved that's more or less okay, like a human? Okay, two postage stamps. It's still. <laughs> I mean, but, d- double it. Well, I don't know. I mean, what? Uh, 
what are they called? Anatomically modern humans, I think, are like 150,000 years old or something. So, yeah. you know, you divide 14 billion. Uh, how many zeros is that? There we go. Nine. 150,000. So 150 million years with no deodorant. That must have been a smelly oh, planet. Man, the, the breath alone. I, well, I bought uh, some Old Spice the other day, deodorant, and there's a new saying on it says, if your grandmother, if your grandfather hadn't worn this, you wouldn't be here. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. That, pretty clever marketing. You didn't buy the white powder you won, did you? No, I used the, the, the green sticky stuff. I, I bought the white powder by accident. It, it Literally, I had white clumps in oh, my pits. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, we won't be doing this. No, thank yeah. you. So humans have been around for point zero 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 one uh, of the per, that's the proportion of the okay. universe we've existed in. So yeah, that's about I'd say a postage stamp. Yep, on the Empire State <laughs> Building. Yeah, not a whole lot. There you go. And he, written history, I think, only goes back like five thousand years yeah. at most. Yeah. That's yep. about it. Yeah, that's absolutely. People just true. didn't write things down for a long time. Well, that's because all they knew how to do is draw pictures. <clears throat> that's true. It's just funny, like, as a modern human, you think, you know, writing and that kind of thing is just so obvious. You know, I want to remember something, I'm going to write it down. But, no, it took humans m almost all of their existence to think, hey, let's uh, put this to some stone. Yeah, it makes sense. One thing I, I love to do on this show is I just look at the headlines. I don't read the story. <laughs> that's what these, most people do. These are just two headlines. You ready? Garth Brooks concert in Kansas City will feature COVID-19 vaccine clinic on site. So he's trying to help out. So that's good, whether you want the vaccine or not. At least Garth's trying to help. Here's my favorite headline of the day, though. You know, Senator John Kennedy. Mm -hmm. What the hell is he from again? Like Arkansas? Yeah, or, or Louisiana or Louisiana, something. Louisiana. Somewhere down there. Senator Kenny, uh, Senator Ke uh, John Kennedy, a quote, there are some people in this world not fit to be part of society. <laughs> well... I think Senator Kennedy's a little pissed off this morning. I have a friend who posted something. He's, a, he's all fired up about the anti-vaxxers. And he goes, you know, people that are not willing to become part of the experiment don't realize they're actually the control group. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's a, <laughs> well there you point. go. I think that's absolutely hilarious. I think it's absolutely true, too, yeah. by the way. It's like, <clears throat> I don't know. God, they're just... So much stuff going on in the world. They're saying now, by the way, you guys got lucky. If you're going to have a child today, this is a great year to have it because now they're going to make uh, Disney World and Disneyland. You got to mask up to come to Disney World again. I'm sure. I just, that means that they're going to be six feet apart. They're going to social distance them. That means it's going to be every ride you go on at Disney World and Disneyland now and over the next year is going to take you about 900 years to do Well, at the earliest, we're probably going to bring our kids to Disney World yeah, when they're like six. Yeah, so five or six. We got a while. Yeah. yeah. Did if they're still doing the mass thing in six years, I think we're going to leave the country. So you're not going to bring them even if we bring the whole family down? When they're like two years, what's the point? They don't know what they're doing. Sage, you yeah. loved it. Well, yeah, but they forget about it instantly. Yeah, I don't remember yes. much of what I did when I was two. <laughs> no. Have no they made any announcements about uh, federal employees yet? Because that, that was supposedly was coming today. For, yeah, I was looking for it. They mean if they have to be vaccinated yeah. or not? Yeah, or he, take the you know the test every week. or. Yeah, he, they did say they wanted them to all be uh, immunized. I would say this. I would probably bring him down if he was still little enough to carry. But as soon as he has legs to run with, mm. no. I'm not bringing him there yeah, <laughs> until no. he's of age well, yeah, to listen. Well, yeah, get a baby stroller. Everything will be fine. We'll see. We better write this down. We'll see how your attitude yes, changes. Exactly. It's always interesting what people who are going to become parents, and we've all been in that club, think that it's going to be like, and then you actually become one. It's like, holy yeah. shit. Not going to Disney World <laughs> is a pretty easy decision to make, though. Yeah. Especially yeah. for Andy. <laughs> yeah, you especially. loved it when you were a little kid. Well, it was a lot different when I was a little kid. I think the average attendance was one trillionth of what it is now. I will tell everybody the two things that you and Alex did. I will never forget it. They should make another one. We walk in. Alex was, I think, four, and you were six, I think. I think, I think that's right. It was almost 30 years ago. We walk into Disney World down in uh, Orlando, Florida, and as we walk down Main Street, here comes... Alex's favorite, she drops to her knees and puts her hands over her face and goes, Minnie Mouse. She started tearing up. Mm -hmm. It was hilarious. 
Minnie's real. And then the six-year-old Andy, I, I think it was, I think it was Snow White, that walked up to, mm -hmm. to Andy and goes, young boy, who's your favorite Disney character? And he goes, Pluto. <laughs> she goes, Pluto, I love Pluto. Why do you love Pluto? Because he doesn't talk. <laughs> That's a true story. When I was a little kid, Second I had a real... would have been because he's right next to Uranus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pluto and Uranus. There you go. When I was a kid, I had a big problem with animals talking in fiction. Yeah, you did. Because it was like they don't he, talk. Andy I grew up around that. horses and dogs and cats. You never they said never, a word, yeah. They never talked. Why are you lying to me saying they talk? I know, that's so funny, though. He got very upset because animals would talk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he didn't like he that hated Mr. Ed. He didn't like it. Oh, I was a little, I was a, was a little before my time. What, Mr. Ed? Mr. Ed was like 20 years, 30 years before I was born, wasn't it? Well, oh, you care to reruns? Come on. Honestly, no. I've never seen, I've seen like clips, but they never had it on like Boomerang or anything. It was a horrible show. I swear it doesn't look very TV good. writers in the 60s just... Went out for four martini lunches and, and went. Mr. Ed was. Here's, a, here's an idea. We're going to write a comedy about a prison of war camp. That, well, that actually funny. went well. It actually worked out pretty that well. That was fun. Because they had all Jewish people playing all the they Germans. Oh, <laughs> well, so you, you would have liked Snow White then. Oh, here comes trouble. Because Snow White, Snow White none of the animals talked. That is true. Yeah, they chirped. They, they did chirped. not talk. Well, I also remember. It's well, weird wherever, because. You want to sit here? I'll get. I just dropped my Celsius can. I'll get this out of your way. Well, so how young do you think you would have to be to see a cartoon and think that it's you're seeing something in real life? Probably pretty young, huh? You can pop your headphones on if you'd like to join in. We've only got about five minutes left I was, this part. I was an incredibly stupid kid, which explains <laughs> why I'm a stupid adult. Believe. But I remember Early watching on. Batman when I was like seven or eight, and I thought it was all serious. I didn't realize that it was just a total... Not the TV oh, show. Of course. Yes. That was never serious. I, well, no, no, when, when I, you're I just got done saying I was a really stupid kid. Well, because I watched so stuff change. like that. Well, I remember watching I The Land Before that. Time when I was really, really young. And I remember turning to my cousin and saying, how do they make the dinosaurs talk? Oh, yeah. because so This is understand. an animated movie. Yep. It's all cartoons. But I thought I was seeing real dinosaurs. So I must have been pretty young. But I still remember it. So when my son was two, we took him to Sesame Street Live down at the Target. Sure. Oh, Our old yeah. He's all excited because he loved uh, Elmo. And Elmo, Elmo, Elmo. And then mm -hmm. all of a sudden, the six-foot-tall cookie monster starts walking Whoa. off the stage into the crowd. Wesley went right under the yeah. chair and started oh, yeah. screaming. And it was a lot smaller on the television. for five minutes, and I said, this is stupid. I'm not enjoying the show. He clearly isn't. So we take him out. And you know that old hippie that plays uh, fiddle and guitar that's, uh, it, it, before the Timberwolves games in the hallways to the I've Target Center? I've never been to a Timberwolves Haven't you game. ever seen him? You no. have. We've been, we've been to like two. We have? Yeah, long time ago, but yeah. I was a Celtics fan. I never cared for the Timberwolves. <laughs> oh. Anyways, this old dude, and he just plays for change before and after games. We haul, haul Oh, yeah, up. I do you know. know yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yep. And he goes... Couldn't handle the six-foot-tall reality. There's five or six of them get dragged out of here yep. every show. <laughs> really? They don't like it too, too big? Yeah, well, just totally, too big. you know. Well, he is a gigantic, yeah, weird yeah. creature. When you're two. When you're watching him on the TV, he's, he's like this, this big. Yeah. But, you know. It's all true. Ladies and gentlemen, special guest for the second hour. Joining us for the last four minutes of this hour, Ryan Winkler with us. How you doing, man? Well, I'm fine. I'm trying to figure out what question it is that you're trying to answer with uh, giant uh, animated figures and how this all started. It all started well, it because... I don't even remember. It dovetails with marijuana legalization, which we'll talk about shortly. <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds more <laughs> like uh, mushrooms or LSD or <laughs> something. Right. No, it was all about the fact that, that, that when Andy and Alex, Andy was six oh, and yeah, our daughter right. Alex was four, first time they went to Disney World and Alex dropped her and he started crying because she saw Minnie Mouse and Andy was asked who his favorite character was and he said Pluto and she said, oh, Pluto's wonderful. Why do you like Pluto? And he said, as a six-year-old, because he doesn't talk. <laughs> so there's Andy's attitude going back 30 yeah. years. Talking animals is a lie. Why are you lying? To <laughs> he me? always hated talking animals. Which is weird because I like the Ninja Turtles, which is definitely not real. But you love that. That's what? true. <laughs> they're, they're, I mean, they're they're real. I saw them in real life. 
There's no need to think the otherwise. By the way, I did make an adjustment since the last time Mr. Winkler was here, because last time there were only three people. So we added Melissa, so it would be four against one. Because oh. th three against one was just too easy for you. <laughs> well, Garofalo was here. That kind of subtracted <laughs> from your side. That took some away from our <laughs> side of the argument. Nah, it's good to see you again, though. I, like I said, I, I do, and I'm very, I'm very serious about that. I love the fact that you and Pat uh, are, you know, not trying to hide that you're in different parties, that you're friends, all the rest of it, and you get along quite well. I think we got to do a lot more of that, Ryan. I really do. Well, eventually people will figure out that that's a way to find success. You know, yeah. just this week, I don't know the exact details, but what is it, 20 senators? Uh, came to a deal with Biden on a trillion dollars for yeah. infrastructure, something we haven't seen since yeah. Eisenhower built the interstates. Yeah. Yep. You know, everything from city water mains to bridges, highways, you know, transit, all that stuff needs a major upgrade. We're seeing right. China just, you know, throw down constantly in this area, probably in silly ways. But the point being, if you can't figure out how to work together on some things, we just can't, you know, we're not moving forward at all. So, I, you know... It takes the right kind of leadership to figure out a way to bring people together where they actually agree, right. and that's a lot harder than it is to just sit back and you know throw bombs and accuse the other side of being terrible people. I couldn't agree more. Look, I think I, my spirits have been buoyed by the fact that you and Pat are out there, that Jimmy Francis is a hell of a good guy. Over he's there, a so. psycho. I'm well, he is a psycho, but he's a great planet. guy. He really... I don't even know. Is he a Democrat? I think he's a Democrat. He is. He's yeah, a, he's a, a lightly used Democratic card. <laughs> Light, lightly used. His goal is to become the lieutenant governor because he in didn't his want to be mind, governor. Yeah. the lieutenant governor just goes to cocktail parties. So that's, his, that's, <laughs> that's the height of his political If you can get an invitation, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, you and, you and Francis, I like there. How about no. that combo? Get Governor Winkler with Lieutenant Governor Francis. Now we're Two talking. totally different people. But... And, that, and that's you, not necessarily bad. You both comport bad. yourselves very well. You're very, you're, yeah. you're very, you know, use, uh, you're, you're very, I don't know about kind, but understanding of people. That's a different deal. Don't you think? I think sometimes people are surprised to learn that I'm nice. <laughs> I was. To tell you the truth, I was very surprised because, you know, first of all, you're, you're a thug hockey player, weren't you? Yep. Uh, <laughs> he goes, yep, yes, I was. Kicked out of more than one youth hockey game. <laughs> no, not you. <laughs> Everything no, I, I learned about politics, I learned playing hockey, which is it's more fun to uh, knock someone on their ass and score a goal than it is just to score a goal. So I have a question because we got to go to the we're going to go to the car selling secrets in about two seconds. But you grew up right near Bemidji, didn't you, or Brainerd? I mean, Bemidji. Oh, Bem it was yeah. Bemidji. Yeah, you got it right. I thought so. So. Did you ever play? Yeah, I would have loved to have seen this if it happened. I'm trying to guess the ages, and I don't know. I might be way off, but did you ever have to play against Pete Hegseth? That must have been really interesting. <laughs> no, I don't think so. He's from Bemidji, isn't he? Or is he from Brainerd? I, he's not from Bemidji. Oh, I don't so know he's where from he's Brainerd from. then. He's from Brainerd then, yeah. But I couldn't see you. I don't know you how guys, old he is. I don't know how old he is either. I have no clue how old he is, but that would but be the hell of a con. You know, it's to this day. Because he once in a while he mentions my name on on the Fox News, and, but he always has to say right after mentioning my name, "Yeah, my parents wouldn't let me listen to that show." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, thanks, Pete. We'll take a break, but you take over. Your your buddy. We'll be right your back special after guest. the short break with episode one hundred two or three. We'll have to count. Uh, yeah, one hundred two. One hundred two. All right, we'll be right back. 